podcast is brought to you by the Trillium Awakening Teachers Circle. To find out more about how to grasp the means of your own awakening, visit our website at www.trilliumawakening.org. I'm going to say just a little bit. Um, if you like, you can go ahead and close the eyes. I really like. I suggest you close your eyes. That's it. So we. You want to say this in my opinion? It's okay, but it's based on my experience. We existed in spirit prior to becoming human, and when we entered this. Reality, I call it a spectrum of frequency, spectrum or range of frequency bandwidth. When we entered this, there was an initiation, the rooting of what we call the intellect. And of course, the intellect didn't start to flourish for some time. But the intellect, for most people, becomes relegated to the conceptual mind, the matrix of identity. There is a possibility of accessing that consciousness, which exists prior to the intellect. Everyone says I, I, I. Ramana says I is the greatest name of God. In the tradition of yoga, in the tradition of yoga, there is not so much value placed on the content of thoughts but there's a lot of value placed on the capacity of the awareness, that consciousness which is prior to the intellect. So if we existed prior to the intellect, it only makes sense, at least to me, that we have potential access to that awareness that sense of our existence which precedes and contains the entire matrix of identity. You don't have to make too much sense of that or think about it too much. It's just I'm working with frequencies and presenting what I experience as truth.
attention to, let's say, the bottoms of your feet. You might notice the sensation of energy, the surface of the skin. You might be able to detect the sensation or the sense of energy from the earth coming up through the bottoms of your feet. You might be able to notice that energy going through the very core of your body. And bring your attention up to the top of your head. And perhaps you can feel the energy the cosmic energy, we could say of the stars, through the top of the head. We are connected with the earth. We are connected with the cosmic, cosmos. That's why in Trillium we say we're the paradox of the physical and the divine. We're both completely human and completely cosmic. Just give yourself permission to feel this energy throughout your physical body and around your physical body. It's all around your physical body. If you will, just bring your attention to that felt sense of eye in the chest area. Could just do a little like look back throughout your entire life. There's always some feeling that I exist. Some feeling of existence, pure existence. It's always been there. When you were a child, it was there. Teenager, it was there. College, early career or marriage or whatever was going on in your 20s and 30s. You're still at that age, no problem. Some of us are. Some of us are in the grandparenting stage now. This is one sense that persisted always. 
as I sense, feel and sense of our own existence. While everything else changed, the body changed sometimes dramatically, the mind changed, the identity of the emotions, certainly the environment. Even the politicians changed a little bit. Nothing persisted. I exist. Just give yourself permission. Let your attention rest there.
Now we're going to move into the, the next phase of our process. And we'll start with Herb, just directing attention to Herb. Consciousness with intention. And we have consciousness, there's the collective consciousness here. We can, know, can always say the sum is more than the collection of parts. We just collectively have the intention to infuse herb with this benevolent presence. This force of love. The intention is to bring his whole being more closely into alignment his greatest potential. And we'll move to Amira. We'll start with Amira. It's the intention to bring her mind, body, emotions, identity more into alignment, more fully and perfectly connected with this higher self. Not a prayer of hope, it's a pure intention. Even physics now is showing that consciousness with intention has an influence. It certainly goes against the old Newtonian mechanics, but it's being validated even with the studies in physics. We'll go over to Maria. We intend to bring her more perfectly into alignment with this its original nature. We're not predetermining, thinking in any way, shape, or form how it should happen, how it should look, how it should affect her. That's up to her wisdom, how she receives it. We'll go to Kara. It's the intention to bring Kara more, more her, her, all her humanity and her divinity, to bring them 
little closer together, a little more lined, like a tuning. In some circles, they say that humans are the only species on the earth that has the capacity for self-reflection. So long as that self-reflection has been trained into our matrix of identity based on a field state of comparison and uh, polarization analysis, how could we not be uneasy with that? And that force of self-reflection is harnessed in a way that takes us beyond identity and we tap into that original consciousness. And something magical begins to happen. Go over to Don. Since we intend to bring Don's being more into this true alignment, this true nature. This is not to oppose or eliminate the human self is to bring that greater consciousness into and seed it and align it with the human self so that the human self begins to be amplified, glorified, satisfied, fulfilled with their original nature, true nature. We'll move to Angela. We intend to infuse this benevolence of consciousness, force of love, it's like when a person is hungry, they're wanting to eat, they're wanting food. When a person is thirsty, they need water. Let us be hungry. Let us be thirsty for the joy of other people. And just direct that into Angela. It's our intention. I'll go to Sarah Epperly. There's a particular framework in the DNA. In a human, there's a DNA portion or layer in the DNA 
that activates the longing to return home, the longing to know God. Here we're just training that longing. And I can see that I can recognize that I can activate the creator and this other person, in this case, in Sarah. To me, this is a kind of pinnacle of mutuality. When we train our longing to have the divinity manifest in this other person. We'll move over to Bob Epperly. Like we're rewiring, refining, moving his, his, his tuning to a higher setting, a richer setting, more high definition. Not that we're doing it, it's not our job to do it, but we can have the intention. And it has an influence. Your love does make a difference. We'll move over to Gina now. We're we're always relentlessly directing our intention to people when we encounter them. Their intention would be less than optimal in some cases. Here we're training, practicing and training ourselves to optimize our intention for the other person's well-being. So our intention is that Gina might be more fully and more perfectly connected with her higher nature. That that will manifest into and through her life. So it becomes the continuum from which she lives. I'll go over to Nora. Be willing to have the feeling that she is an incarnation of the divine. That we're just gently encouraging the divine to wake up in her, to step forward through her. That through her, this divinity, this creative impulse that we call the creator, that moves through her more fully, more freely, and that it shine into the world. 
It's like if you found a, a brilliant, let's say, diamond in the mud somewhere, you'd want to clean it and honor it and make it shine and put it put it in such a way that its its magnificence and beauty could, could be of benefit. We'll move over to Corey now. Just, just as there is a sun in our solar system that shines its light into this earth. Without that sun, there's no life on this planet. You take off the sun, all the life that we know would cease. The sun itself is symbolic of the great spiritual light, the light of the soul. That's giving vibration, that's giving breath, that's giving consciousness to every living being. And just as if we, We can somehow move the clouds a bit. The sun will shine through. We just have the intention to clarify the shining of this great sun of spirit into the hearts and minds, emotions, and identity of everyone around us. We switch from Corey over to Tara. That light of spirit, light of God, light of consciousness, in and of itself, it's magnificent and beautiful. It's a radiant beauty. There's a mantra in India that says, Sarva Mangalam Mangale. That which is the beauty of all, the beautifulness of all beauty, the auspiciousness of everything that's auspicious, that is attributed to this mother, you could say the mother Shakti, the vibration, the radiance of the consciousness of the great sun. Marshall now. It's the intention that his mind, his emotions make a little more space, a little more room for the presence of that divine light, divine being to manifest into and through him.
on the road to Lumi, same pure intention. There's a there's a descriptor in the Bhagavad Gita. I haven't read it in 20 years, but he talks about if you give a man food, it's a good thing. If you give him water, it's a good thing. But if you give him the knowledge of the scriptures, which is what this is about, the knowledge of the scriptures is contained within the light of consciousness. All scriptural wisdom is there. The true voice of God is there within the consciousness of everyone. Now we're exercising our capacity to bring that alive in other people. Maybe we're beginners, but every everyone has to start somewhere. Mastery is one key the one key stroke of mastery is practice. Practice, practice, practice. So here we practice. Maybe we're kindergarten level, doesn't matter. We start where we are. And move over to David. Yes, just a pure intention to enhance that great presence within him. Not that we have, not that we have to enhance the presence, it's there, fully there. But we just have the intention to enhance its capacity to be awake inside him and through him. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son for each of us. We're, we're kind of stand-ins for God here. We're saying, I so love the world. I want this light that's hidden within this person. I want it to shine more fully. And go to Varya. have the intention that that radiance shine through her with more brilliance, more purity, more clarity. And wherever she goes, whatever she does, however she moves around her world, must shine more fully through her. Not so much the meaning of the words that she speaks, but through the vibration, frequency of her being, my opinion, this is a great process to serve the world. We could go out and wave flags and placards and march and protest and this and that. And so, how much good does it do and how much conflict does it create? We don't know. I don't have an answer to that. But this is a very simple, pure process. 
There's no way to oppose this, no opposition. We're not opposing anything, so nothing can oppose us. We'll go over to Paula now. It's a pure, simple intention, not a prayer, a hope, nothing like that. Simple, pure intention. Let this light that is her, that is contained within her body and her mind, that it shine more fully through her, more freely. It's like you have a child who's playing, learning to play a sport. You want to encourage the child. You want to congratulate the child. Nurture their endeavor. So everyone here is in some degree, some may striving to be more attuned to their perfect self, their perfected self, which is already there. Just like that, like encouraging the child. Now we're going to go to Fred. Fred couldn't be with us this morning. He has, I think, a procedure or something going on. He's become very dear to us and very important, so we're just going to direct this intention to him. We're only looking at his perfection. We don't look at anything such as an issue. We just look at the perfection of the being and have the intention that that will shine through him into his body, into his mind, into his emotions, into his identity. Well, I didn't do so good with the time this morning, but we're going to wind down now. Just take a little, just a few seconds or a minute. Come back, gently come back to that felt sense of self as I. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast from the Trillium Awakening Teacher Circle. The musical accompaniment is Awaken by Wayne Kington. To learn more about Wayne and his music, visit www.waynejosephkington.com.